United Program, created by the Rio Grande Oil Company. Attention, please, calling all cars, attention, all cars. Attention, all Los Angeles County Sheriff's Cars, broadcast 108. A dead body has been found under the Spring Street Bridge in North Long Beach. That's all. By a sensational announcement a few weeks ago, Rio Grande revolutionized the Gotham industry. Today, the independent dealers selling Rio Grande's new G-Gas have the gasoline bootleggers on the run. Refiners and sulfuric carbon-laden gasolines are losing business, regardless of their cut price, because motors now know that no gasoline is safe to use unless it equals United States Government Specification Number BBG101. Rio Grande offers motors the first low-price gasoline guaranteed to exceed this government specification. Rio Grande's new G-Gas sets a new high-quality standard in the low-price market. If you are tempted to buy cut-price gasoline, first ask to see a written guarantee that it meets government specifications. If it doesn't, don't buy it. Drive into a Rio Grande station. Look at the written guarantee on the G-Gas pump, proving that it exceeds United States government specifications. The new G-Gas is the finest gasoline in the low-price field. But make no mistake, fine as it is, Rio Grande's G-Gas is not as good a value as Rio Grande's crop gasoline. For very little more per gallon, you get 100% efficiency, extra effort, and police car performance. You see, Rio Grande's cracked gasoline is refined by a patented process, so that it exceeds even government's top grade emergency certification. That's why police officials of so many communities have chosen crops in competition with every other gasoline available to power more police cars, ambulances, fire engines, and other emergency equipment than any other brand. So if you are a user of low price gasoline, Protect yourself by getting Rio Grande's guaranteed G-Gas. But if you want the best buy for your money, more speed, more power, more mileage, more value, then use the gasoline for each car you. Rio Grande's crap. Tonight's Calling All Cars presents a guest artist, the well-known English stage and screen star, Miss Elsie Preston who will be heard in tonight's dramatization in the part of Mrs. Lady Ransom. And now it is our great pleasure to present Sheriff Dean Bisley of Los Angeles County. Sheriff Bisley. Good evening, my friends. There is no saying that there is honor among thieves. During the racketeer days of prohibition, the press the literature and the cinema of the nation made much of this alleged stern code of ethics and honor which prevailed in the underworld. We law enforcement officers who should be in a position to know find little evidence of this asserted quality in the criminal. We find the opposite. There is no honor among thieves. 
with sexual law breakers, we find is a conscientious creature who is interested only in saving himself. The story which we bring you tonight from the office of my Bureau of Investigation tells of a group of self-styled hard guys who operate upon this unsound logic. They ran through the form, just as they all do. But when you bring any would-be big-shot criminal out into the open and take his gun away from him, he becomes the most spineless, loathsome, and stalking parasite our civilization has produced, and foolishly tolerates. In our words to the youngsters who may be listening, don't believe that these criminals you hear about on calling all cars are dashing, heroic, and romantic figures, for they are not. They are dishonest, lazy, and stupid. Dishonest and lazy because they would rather steal and earn a living. Stupid because they think they can get away with it. And boys and girls, they never do. It is a few days after Christmas in 1932. Mrs. Grace Walsh and two girlfriends who are house yet have just retired when there's a knock at the door. Bertha Gray, one of the guests, goes to the door. Who's there? Is Gray coming? Who is it? I'll tell you that. Just a minute. What do you want, Gray? Never mind what we want. Well, look here now. You can't put me off like that. Don't be good. Don't Please, Mr. Hoover, you're just not that person. Oh, please. Come on, Sue. I'll let you have it. Don't hold that gun. I'm really standing. All right, keep quiet, then. Just a minute there, Mrs. Walsh. Where do you think you're going? Quiet, quiet. Right. Where's in the bedroom there? I want to talk to you. You two, into the bedroom there. Oh, mm-hmm. Yes, you. Joe. Yeah? Come on in here. Shorty, first to join. Okay. What are you going to do, Phyllis? Oh, no, don't worry. You two just sit down on the bed there. That's your bed. That's it. Now, Joe, tie them together with a bed sheet. All right. Oh. <laughs> this is a pair of Chinese twins. Now, Mrs. Walsh, give me a diamond ring. I haven't got any ring. Listen, lady, I ain't got any kind of monkey. Now, you give me those rings or I'll let this get go right in your face. You look pretty then, wouldn't you? A hot lead slug might make your mascara run a little, huh? You can't fight me, you stupid. I ain't trying to. I'm just telling you what's going to happen to you unless you're driven good quick. Oh, tell him, Grace. Let him have the ring. Why, my goodness, he's saving me. The bullet might kill me, too. He hasn't got the nerve. I know. I'll give you a clue to tell me where they are. One, two. Oh, Grace, for heaven's sake, tell him. Are the rings all you want? What else you got? Nothing. You don't think we're interested in your mouth, do you? Where are the rings? They're hidden in my shoe under the bed. Huh? Right in front of you. Oh, yeah, that's right. Is this all there is? Yes. You can't get anything for those rings now. You know diamonds are cheap. Oh, no. So you can't get a hundred dollars for them. I'm afraid you're right. That girl's real played with the suckers, putting a finger on this joint. Well, you said the stuff is worth a grand. They cost me nearly a thousand dollars, but you can't get over a hundred for them. You try to sell it to a friend. But of course, I know where you can get more for them. Where? I'll buy them back from you. For how much? I'll give you five hundred for them. They mean a lot to me. 
to have a sentimental value. Don't act to you and have you squat to the bulls? Not much. I won't squat. I swear it to you. You'd better not squat. Right here. See these slugs in this grass? We'll fill you full of them if you squat. But I won't. I just want to get my wings back. Well, I'll get in touch with a man who'll talk to you about it in a couple of days. Thanks a lot. And remember, no squawking to the top. Aren't you going to untie us? No. That mall of cops holding the other room will unleash you when she wakes up. Come on, boys, let's get out of here. I'd not say you three are perfect gentlemen. <laughs> Hey, Sadie, got a pair of pliers? Yes, they're building here. Bring them in. Okay, honey. Sadie, did you call that double-crossing stops in time to get up here? Yeah. Can you imagine it being in a joint like that, boys? Guaranteeing us that there'd be a grand at least in it? Oh, we get a free bum diamond ring. Here are the pliers, honey. Okay, thanks. Now, this cloudy spot goes out of the setting. Oh, it's going away. Well, how about that one there? That's pretty swell-looking stone. That setting itself ought to be worth something. All right, we'll keep that one the way it is. Say, Mickey. What is it, Joe? I don't like the looks of this thing. What do you mean? I want to get out. Okay, get out. Yeah, but I want my cut. How can I give you a cut when I don't know what it's going to be? Well, you could give me, say, uh, 30 bucks, and I'll forget I ever went down there with you. What's the matter? That cold suit? I don't know, Mickey. I just don't like it. Okay, strong one. When do I get the jaw? When we puddle the ice, I'll let you know. Okay, Mickey. No hard feelings. Nah, forget it. You know how it is with the wife and the kids, and I don't want to get no jaw. Yeah, I know how it is. Not strong. Well, so long, Mickey. So long. Hmm. What a yellow rat he is. Yeah, we'll have to keep an eye on him. He'd squeal at the top of a hat. Don't you think we ought to pop him off and make sure he don't? Not yet. Just keep an eye on him. See where that is, will you, Katie? Okay. It's set, Mickey. Send him in here. Well, boys, how did they go? Well, you double-crosser, we ought to rub you out. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. What's the beef? I ain't done nothing. You told us there was a grand in rock down there. Well, there is. Here, Colin. Colin, it's a grand? Look. Three bum rings. They're worth $100. The game will tell Seiko. You're over to buy them back for $500. That's the most we could get for them anyway. Now, wait a minute, you guys. How much do you know about diamonds? Well, anybody can see that these aren't worth anything. Yeah? That's all you know about it. We ought to rub you out for giving us a bum steal like this. I didn't give you no bum steal. I can go out and get a grand for this one ring here alone. A loan that you can get for those two small ones. You can? Sure. Okay. You take the ring and get a grand for it. Wait a minute, Mickey. You ain't gonna let this cheap tin horn walk out of here with that rock, are you? Hey, Shorty, I heard about enough out of you. You ain't heard nothing yet. I've got a mind to fix you. All right, Shorty, hold on. I don't see no sense in letting this mug have the room. Listen, Shorty, he knows where to pedal it and we don't, see? Well, I'd rather get a hundred bucks and have the sense in my pocket and let him sell it for a grand and never see the color of his money. I ain't gonna take a powder on you. How do I know that? Listen, Shorty, stocks is on the up and up. He'll do the right thing. Well, if he don't, I'll take him for a nice long ride. You sure sound like a tough guy, Shorty. I know my racket. And I say you don't get the ring. And I say he does. You want to make something of that? Well, if you don't walk back here with a grand, it'll be on your next team, is it? Don't worry, boys. I'll get you a grand for it. I know a gambler down on Spring Street, Hobart. Oh, 
to the gambler on Spring Street, Joe Scott Brewer, the finger man. Within a half hour, he's sitting in the big Scott's office. Well, folks, what can I do for you? Only little girl. I had London money. And that security? What? That's what? Uh, it worth much. I know. Where'd you get it? What do you care? I don't. How much? Oh, let you have a hundred bucks on it. That's okay. There you are. Thanks. And do a little gambling? Maybe. Scott does a little gambling that night, and before he leaves the joint, he has lost a hundred dollars. Next morning, Mickey calls him. Hello. Hello, Scott. This is Mickey. Yeah? Is that the door to that room? Hey, uh, Mickey. I'm in a spot about that. Oh, what do you mean? Well, to tell you the truth, my friend, I lost the ring. You lost it? Yeah. Where? If I knew, I'd go find it. I stuck in my vest pocket when I left your joint last night. When I got downtown, it wasn't there. There was a hole in my pocket. And all that puts me with Jody. Yeah, I know, Mickey, and I'll try to make it up. Just give me a couple of days, and I'll raise some dough somewhere. You better raise some dough, and you better raise it fast. And that is the last Mickey hears a stop. Several days go by, and he and Shorty travel to Long Beach to try to find him, but no one has seen Fox for a week. Shorty is growing impatient. Two weeks after the robbery, he is sitting with a friend, drinking home food. If you ask me, Bill, I think they're pulling a double fault on us. My guess is that Fox stole the ring and split the door with Mickey. I didn't have Muggs holding out. Yeah, I wouldn't, Charlie. I never did like Mickey anyway. Well, you know, nobody can double-cross me and get away with it. Yeah, I know. I'm going to have a showdown on this thing right now. Well, if you need any help, start on me. Okay, you old one. What are you going to do for it? I'm going to call Mickey over at Sadie's place and give him just one more chance. Hello. Is Lincoln there? Yeah. Hey, Mickey. Yeah. Thank you. Hello? Open the door, Mickey. Yeah. Well, I ain't heard from him. I'm getting tired, Lincoln, Mickey. You just can't go before midnight tonight. I'll be over here still waiting for it. And I'll pay it to you. What was it, honey? <laughs> Uh, nothing. I just got 12 hours to live, that's all. But Mickey was not waiting for this night. By 8 o'clock on the evening of January 17th, he entered Bill's apartment. Hello, boy. Hello, Mickey. Hello, Mickey. Something good. I never touched it, you know, there. Now, look here, Shorty. You've got to be reasonable about this. I've been reasonable, Mickey. Now I want that dough. But I tell you, I can't find stock. I told you not to give him the rock in the first place. I know you did, but I thought he was on the up and up. How was I to know his cross is up? Well, I could tell by looking at him. Anyway, I don't think he has crossed his up. He lost the ring and he's trying to raise the dough somewhere. Oh, yeah? Sure. Naturally, he don't want to get in, in touch with me until he has it. Mickey, you talk like a baby now. Well, I believe it's short. Well, I don't. Now, 
I think you will need not to get that dough. I know, but Christ, what do you want me to do? Blow up a bank? I can't do anything. My hands are tied. Okay, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll go down to Long Beach and try and find that house. And if we do, we'll get that dough out of him or drop him off the dock in a barrel of wet cement. I'm sick and tired of his stuff. I want to see him just as bad as you do. Yeah, I'll bet you do. Come along, Bill. We might need your help. Yeah, you're mighty good. <laughs> Held the Mrs. Ransom's car, which Claudia had previously borrowed, and start for Long Beach. But they never arrived. As they were approaching the Spring Street Bridge over the San Gabriel River north of the city. Have any idea where you're going to look for cars? Yeah, I have, Mrs. How about you here, Shorty? It's a good move. Pull up. There's nothing out here. No houses, nothing. What is Toxby doing out here? I ain't interested in Get out. What for? Don't give me your argument. Get out. What's your big idea, Shorty? This is the showdown. You understand? Yes, but... I'm doing the talking. Your turn to come next. I want to know what she did with the money from that rock. I never got no money for that rock. I told you the truth. Stop stole me and told me he lost it. And I ain't seen him or the ring since. You're lying, Mr. Stop that ring and you fix the boat. That isn't true, Shorty. Listen, Mrs. Nobody's ever double-crossed me and got rid of it. Now, what'd you do with your pocket of money? I ain't got no cut, Shorty. I swear to God, I am. Well, what is the stuff I did with him? Shorty, did it for him. Mother, mother. No, Shorty, Bill. For God's sake, don't. Don't. I didn't tell you the truth. I swear. Now, you can't take it, huh, Mickey? Sure, I can take it. Sure, I can. I got more jets than you ever had. I ain't got nothing to lose but my life. I'm clean. I'm on the up and up. Go on, rub me out. Rub me out and see if you can take it. You're a big shot with a rod in your face, ain't you? You're a cheap little hijacker. Yeah. Well, can't you do a better job on that? Yeah. That did the work. Come on, Bill. Let's jump him over this bridge here. Come on. There we go. Los Angeles, 
Porter returns to the hotel. Oh, Stalker, I've been going nearly crazy. Where did you? Where did you? Take it easy, baby, take it easy. What's he doing? Stop asking. Making him talk, no double talk. What do you mean? Stalker, where is Missy? Hey, please, take care of me. Missy's dead. I want him off. Oh, I'll take on the excuse, Stalker. He said, please. Listen, please. No. No. I can't believe it. It's so. And you, children? Yes. Oh. I love you, children. Oh, children. Oh, Sounds like that great war's rubber is up. Right. 
What did you murder him for? I didn't murder Mickey. I see Mickey sent for a knife. All right. I was in on that robbery. But I didn't do no pop off. All right, then. Start talking about that robbery. While Deputy Sheriff Farmer speeds toward Mrs. Ransom's hotel, Joe and Toronto still tells the details of the great Walt robbery. Talks fast to save his neck from the long stretch from which there is no rebound. And at the hotel of Mrs. Looks like I'm going away for a long time. 
It's like my next going to stink. But I can take the for it all. I can take You can't scare me. You can't make me talk. I'm hot. Who is in on the job with you? I ain't talking. Why did you bump off Mickey? I ain't talking. Why did you bump off Mickey Dano? I ain't talking. Only one. Only I can take the keys for it all. I can take Go ahead. Shake my neck. I can take you like a man. Criminal deputies, Sheriff Bright, and his assistant officers got them all. Shorty Hayes received a life term in San Quentin for murder, and Bill Doolin, his partner in crime, got the same measure of justice. Doc Brewer went to San Quentin for robbery, and Joe Enciante, pleading guilty to robbery, got two years in the county road camp and eight more years probation. The, the ironic part of the thing is that Mickey Erno had been honest with Shorty, but Shorty operated on the opposite theory from that of your law enforcement officer. With him, everyone was guilty until he proved himself innocent, and he didn't give hapless Mickey Erno the chance to make the proof. Thank you, Dr. Please, to boys and girls, Rio Grande offers free gifts. And to all motorists, Rio Grande offers more speed than you can ever use, more power than you'd ever need, more mileage, more value for your money. You get all these extra features free with every gallon of Rio Grande cracked gasoline. And it costs you no more to buy this extra ethyl seed of gasoline, refined by the most costly and elaborate cracking process known. This patented process gives you something found in no other gasoline. Police car performance. That's on the police calling all cars, attention all cars. Attention all Los Angeles County Sheriff's cars. Cancellation brought to 108. Regarding a dead body found north of Long Beach. This case is now closed. That's all. Close the case. Get your latest copy of the Calling All Cars News. Driven away wherever Rio Grande cracks gasoline is sold. This is another little bit of a good night for the real Grand Royal Company.